All right, hello. Uh, welcome to episode three of the Work From Home Nomad podcast. I'm your host, Wilson. Today, I'm joined by Brian, um, who has intensive experience in traveling to both Brazil and Mexico. So Brian, how are you doing today? Doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to compare and contrast uh, the countries of Brazil and Mexico from a foreigner standpoint. Welcome to the one one from And so just to give an introduction, Brian is American, and I actually interviewed Brian on um, one of my podcast interviews, season one, episode two, almost the inaugural interview, but uh, not quite, but it was, uh, it was a great interview. Please check it out when you get the chance. Brian is the CEO of Growth Galaxy. He's, um, you know, no bullshit kind of guy, he knows what he's doing. Uh, enjoys living large, uh, working hard, and uh, getting reward, rewarded for it. But he also likes traveling and traveling around Latin America. Uh, so to for, for starters, Brian, can you tell us a little bit more about your experiences uh, professionally and then maybe dive into <clears throat> your experiences in both Brazil and Mexico? Yeah, so my here's my credentials. So uh... <laughs> So I, um, I studied geography. I did some jobs in geography, didn't like it, ended up starting a company to teach English, um, and then ended up switching it around to have a girl who taught Spanish to Americans. Didn't work out. I was too young. I didn't know how to run a company. Then I worked at a marketing agency for a while. Then COVID happened. Then I started my own marketing agency. So that's kind of where I'm at now. And in terms of traveling, I've spent over two years in Latin America, having spent over a year in Brazil and in Mexico. This is my sixth time in Mexico. And yeah, so I, I know a lot about Brazil and Mexico, um, having spent a lot of time in both and seeing a lot of different places in each. Nice. And right now you are in the city of Guadalajara, is that correct? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah I'm in Guadalajara where Wilson, in case the viewers don't know, spent two years of his life. Um, not too long ago. <laughs> Best two years of my life. I'm I'm officially a Tapatio, Brian. Uh, I don't know if you know that. Are you a Tapatio? I don't I don't know if you are. I get on my level, man. I mean, I'm getting there. I've done. I'm checking off like all the boxes, but I still got some things I still need to do. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, all right, yeah. So this podcast episode is really about Brazil versus Mexico. Which country's better? Um, and you know, we we can talk overall, but also in some specific categories, like, like, for example, food. What do you think about the food in Mexico versus Brazil, Brian? Yeah, so my high level thoughts on the food is that the food in Mexico tastes better, there's more flavor, but it's way less healthy than Brazilian food. That's high level. And then we can kind of like break that down. Is that kind of hmm. your, uh, your impression? Yeah. I actually disagree with that. Uh, I actually think Brazilian food is kind of unhealthy. And the reason I say that is because I, I felt like, at least like for me, I felt like I got like frango or pesci, whatever you got, like um, got chicken or, and, and fish, and then you got white rice and you had fries. Uh, that was like a typical Brazilian, and then feijal beans, right? Yeah. And then like maybe you get some like iceberg lettuce, but I don't know. Every time that I ordered Uber Eats, um, 
I felt like I needed to be prepared with like vegetables in the fridge or something like that. I don't know. It's just, it didn't seem like very nutritious to me. Like, look, Brazilian food is amazing. And I love Chahasco and I went ham on picanhas literally day in and day out. But, but I don't know in terms of like healthiness, I don't know about like, I, I wouldn't say Mex Mexican food is the most healthy either, but it's, I would say they're both really, really good. Yeah. I mean, I like Mexican food better because I feel like it's, there's more flavor. It's spicy. I like tacos and all that. Um, I had some digestive issues when I got here at first because it's just a lot, you know, like, it happens to a lot of gringos when you get here and you have to, you can't go all in at once because it's, it's super greasy, super spicy, like your stomach's like not ready for all that. Um, never had that issue in, in Brazil, but, but yeah, I feel like Mexican food, it's like, it's really greasy, like the tacos, especially like street tacos. And they have a lot of American food too, like they're really like burgers. Brazilians do too, but they have a lot of like wings here and things like that, that I don't really see as much in Brazil. And I don't know, I think Brazil, the food in general is like a little bit blander, like, like yeah. fries in Brazil are like super bland, but like in Mexico, like you never really get like bad fries, you know? Yeah. But here's like the exception is, well, there's a few exceptions. There's a few things that Brazilians do really good, but one huge one uh, that they do so much better is sushi because of like the huge like Japanese presence in Brazil, the sushi yeah. is so much better than Mexican sushi. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Oh yeah. My friend went to Japan like last year and he said, you know, like the Brazilian sushi is like essentially, the sushi in Brazil is essentially like equal. And then in Mexico, it's just like, sometimes it's like, come on, like, <laughs> look like sushi. Yeah, it's like wannabes over there in uh, Japanese restaurants in Mexico. But yeah, like uh, to piggyback off what you just said about tacos, it, it I don't think I really appreciated how good tacos were until I went to Mexico and especially like street tacos, like just, I mean, not even hole in the wall, just literally street tacos um, where I would just walk the streets of, I can't remember off the top of my head, like those places in Guadalajara, but like I would go to, um, I can't even remember it anymore, but it's by that church. There are just so many taco stands and you just like one taco is, I don't know, like 10 pesos or 20 pesos. Uh, and you can like get really full off $2 and it's so good. And it's so genuine. Like it's so good and it's so spicy. <laughs> like you said, you know, ease into it if you're traveling there and eating tacos. Cause like you might get traveler's diarrhea and it's not, it's not anything about how like super dirty it is, but it's more about how you're probably not just used to it yet. So got to ease into it for sure. And I like the accessibility to like you come out of like bar Americas and it's 4 a.m. you know and you're like, <laughs> like kind of like stumbling out and like you're like delirious and it feels like you got hit by like a grenade or something and then yeah, yeah then there's like street tacos like right there and like you said it's like super cheap super good you eat a bunch of them in Brazil the street food is, is not as good uh it's more like um it's spacious or whatever like the kebab things is usually mm, like yeah. the tacos but I like the tacos like so much better mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like Mexico has a huge street food culture. Uh, it's just, I, I remember going to Mexico city with uh, Luis, shout out to Luis. Uh, <laughs> and like, we, I mean, I really wanted to go to the Fogo de Chao in Mexico city, the Brazilian steakhouse, ironically, <laughs> but he was like, no, man, you can, you can pay your 50 us dollars buffet. I'm going to get my $2 street tacos and probably be more satisfied than you. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, fair point. Um, like Pozzoli, uh, what else you got? Uh, 
yeah, tacos, enchiladas. It, it's all so good. Um, what is your favorite Mexican food? Just out of curiosity. Tacos al pastor. Oh, yeah. The yeah. classic. Yeah, it's the classic. Have you, have you been to Tomate in Guadalajara and yeah. uh, Chapu? Yeah. yeah. Um, might even go today now that you said it. Kind of put it in my mind. But yeah, you know, like every week, like every other week. Something like that. Dude, it's so good. Um, yeah, I mean, like speaking of culture, uh, I, I think that like people associate Mexico with Latin America. People associate Brazil with Latin America. And they'd be correct. But like if you compare Mexico and Brazil, the cultures and their cultures, they're, they're completely different. Yeah. Uh, how would you, how would you describe the differences between the two cultures? Yeah. So I think <clears throat> the biggest difference is that Spanish America in general, but in this case, we'll just talk about Mexico versus Brazil is that Mexico, what it, it boils down to is like, in like American Indian, like indigenous with uh, European mostly. And then Brazil is like mostly European with African. So if you take those two like starting points, you're gonna, you know, that's like a huge divergence right there. And then, so I think that's that's a big thing when you look at like a lot of things that like culture, like in Brazil, you have like capoeira and like they uh, like stuff like when, like in the, on New Year's with like the seven waves, like Iamanja, stuff like that. Like that's like <laughs> yeah. Africa. Mexico has nothing like that. Uh, although there is like some African stuff in Mexico, but it's a lot more indigenous, you know, there's like a lot more like indigenous names, like tacos were like an Aztec thing. So I think yeah. that's the first big difference. I think another big difference is that it seems to me that the Spanish countries, in, in this case, Mexico, tend to be kind of more like traditional in a sense. And then Brazil is more um, kind of modern. And so I think it comes down to religion because like here, there's, like, there's a lot of Catholicism. So they kind of like have that like tradition. Brazil used to be super Catholic. Now a lot of people are becoming not Catholic and are becoming Protestant. And it's also like even in the architecture, in my opinion, is like in Brazil, the architecture is like super modern compared to like other places that I've seen, especially for like their, you know, like level of development, like the buildings look like super modern. And in Mexico, they don't really have that look, you know, they're kind of look like, I don't know, not, not as like modern in Brazil, like the glass and like the metal and stuff. So I think those are like two pretty big differences. <clears throat> but there's a lot of little things that like you catch on after you spend more time. Like one yeah. is that, in Brazil, I spent a long time there to be able to like see this. People are very like social stuff is like more like kind of like rigid in a sense and more formal. And Mexico is more kind of like Americans, like they're just kind of like casual. So an example is like in Brazil, you know, they have like the litrão, like that big bottle and you pour it in like the cups, mm -hmm. at like the table. And everyone does that. And if you drink out of a bottle, that's like literally unthinkable. Like I've never seen anyone do that. Not even like homeless, you know, people like smoking crack, they would like never do that. And, and then I did it in Brazil and like so many people were looking at me, you know, cause it was like a big thing of beer. Like I just want a lot of beer. You know, I don't care what the social norm is. Everyone mm -hmm. stares. Mexico has the caguamas, which is essentially the same thing. They're actually like bigger, I think. And you're actively encouraged to drink out of them. And if you don't, like other men will like make fun of you, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's- You're what, a total amateur, yeah. <laughs> so that that's like one right there. It's like in Brazil, it's more rigid. And then another example is like, I remember in Brazil, I was in a taxi in Rio this year. And I said something about like weed or marijuana or whatever. Like it's legal in most US states, you know? We were just like saying something about it. And then like, the Brazilians got all weird. And then after we got out of the taxi, they're like, you can't, you shouldn't talk about that. Like with, you know, you don't know the driver. Like, it's kind of like weird to like talk about something like that. Yeah. And then I was in a taxi in Mexico. And then like someone was talking about like 
like cocaine or something like just talk like talking about it like in general you know mm -hmm. and then yeah. no one batted an eye like everyone they're like uh you know like joking or whatever <laughs> yeah so it's things like that that brazil has like some like unspoken kind of like rules that are like ways people do things and if you do it outside of that it's kind of like unimaginable and then mexico is more like the u.s where things are more you know casual and there's kind of like less you know rigid rules like that mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> That's a, that's a good analysis. Um, yeah, I mean, what you just said first, the uh, the history of the indigenous people, um, European and African, and then the second part was was religion. Uh, and then kind of an unspoken difference is the language, obviously. Uh, yeah. I mean, you have Spanish language and Portuguese language, and because of that, that alone is going to influence the culture. Uh, I think one thing that I, I didn't really think about until I got to Brazil was music. Uh, so like, for example, reggaeton is super Latino, right? It's super yeah. Latino. Like uh, if you go to a club here in the US and you go to like a Latin club, they're probably gonna play reggaeton, you know? Um, chances, chances are high. Uh, and reggaeton is kind of a, a shared genre uh, amongst, multiple latin american countries you know colombia mexico you, you got puerto rico as well uh it's huge there but then you know all of latin america and then you have brazil isolated brazil where they have samba where they have funk uh th like the karaoke funk there's different types of funk too right like karaoke funk uh karaoke sorry excuse my pronunciation karaoke funk yeah. brega funk sertanejo which is um i guess the uh the country music of brazil and it's like they're they do their own thing and i think it's so cool and it's something i didn't really appreciate until i got there um and again like it's 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 a language difference too at the end of the day um so you have like the the the, the music difference uh dancing is is a little bit different too with samba for example um but i i think it's pretty cool and i, I don't think i really realized that until i got there yeah, yeah, Brazil has a lot of like indigenous music genres and Spanish America all kind of like shares a lot, you know, like cumbia is like really big across like all of them, but like you never would really hear cumbia in, in Brazil. And then reggaeton too, like you said, it's from like Puerto Rico, the DR and like Colombia, but it's like diffused into all the like Hispanic countries at this point. And yeah, Brazil, like the counterbalance to that is like kind of like funk. But even with that, like if you go to like a reggaeton bar and you're there like the whole night, you might hear like a couple of funk songs, like the most popular ones. And if you're in like a Brazilian funk bar, you will probably hear like a couple of reggaeton songs. So there, there's like some diffusion, but it's the language barrier really like makes it so that Brazil is like kind of isolated and develops a lot of things natively. Yeah. So right now, is your Spanish better or is your Portuguese better right um, now? So. <laughs> I mean, I think that my Portuguese is still better because even though I've been here for a while, like Portuguese just makes more sense to me and the pronunciation is easier. And I just understand a lot more when people speak Portuguese, not European Portuguese, but Brazilian Portuguese. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think my Spanish has definitely caught up a lot because my Spanish was getting like super rusty because before I came here, I hadn't been in a Spanish country since we were in Puerto Escondido, in Oaxaca, yeah. Like, yeah. or something. Yeah. So I don't know, for me, I still feel like my Portuguese is better. It's easier for me to understand. Like it feels better to talk in like, in my head, it just like makes more sense. And I, I tend to think more in Portuguese than Spanish. Yeah, so I've been, um, 
last time I was in Brazil was three months ago. And I think that the juices are still flowing for me in Portuguese. Yeah. And I, I tried speaking in Spanish the other day. I just could not think of any of the words. Like I, I just completely lost it. Uh, but for Portuguese, for example, on Saturday, we took four Ubers. Two of the drivers were Brazilian. I, I, I was like, holy crap, like Brazilians are everywhere. You don't really realize that until you really start noticing and you actually have been, oh yeah, I've been to Brazil. And like you start, you know, seeing, oh, these are Brazilians and you start to like actually notice and take note of that mentally. Uh, and yeah, it's just like busted out my Portuguese because I'm still like kind of in the flow of Portuguese. Uh, so it was just really cool. And like, and again, um, one of the things that I've noticed with Brazilians outside of Brazil is that there are a lot of, I guess, those ignorant gringos. And I used to be one of them, admittedly, where it's like, oh, you're from Brazil. Like, como estas? You know, like, hey, how's, uh, how's your Spanish? And they get really pissed off. And like, I started really understanding why, because it's like, no, like, it's, it's just not the same language. It's different cultures. Stop speaking Spanish to me. It's just so funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, um, yeah. So I mean, like, what? I mean, how would you? Let's just put it simply. Which country you like better, Brazil or Mexico? So I don't know if that if that's too too strong of a question. But no, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think everyone like knows the answer. Like, I like Brazil better. That's not to say that Brazil is like better than Mexico because it depends on you, like subjectively, like the kinds of things that you like. But for me. What I like is I like beaches and they both have good beaches, but I like the beaches in, in Brazil better overall. I like acai is like my favorite food of all time. And like I eat that every single day in Brazil and they don't have it here. I like the, um, I, I like like going out and like partying more in Brazil than here. Although with COVID, obviously it's like a little bit different. And I don't know, overall, I just feel kind of like more like at home in Brazil than Mexico, but Mexico is definitely in second place, like even ahead of like Colombia. I think I might have spent like longer in Colombia than Mexico, but I feel more kind of like at home in Mexico. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. So for me, it's like definitely Brazil. Also, like I said, I prefer Portuguese. And so, yeah, there's like a lot of reasons why I prefer Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Um... I mean, like, to be honest, I, I spent uh, almost two years, of we, as we mentioned earlier, uh, I, almost, I spent almost two years in Guadalajara. Uh, it, it really felt like a second or third home for me. Yeah. Uh, made a ton of friends. I still keep up with a lot of them. Uh, the people there are just so friendly. And it's, it's the second largest city in Mexico, and people never talk about it, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to go there. And I wanted to be I, I wanted it, you know, I just wanted it to be my city, you know, this is where I live and this is, you know, where I'm going to spend time. And um, it, it was an incredible experience. But for me, I might have to give the edge to Brazil. Like <laughs> Brazil is, um, and obviously it's no disrespect to Mexico in any way, because I think that it's just um, it, like it's personal preference at the end of the day, like you mentioned just now. I, I just think I like Brazil better. It's um, maybe it's it's the element of not everybody goes to Brazil, but everybody goes to Mexico kind of thing. So you don't really hear too much about Brazil. And plus, it's far, right? It's far from the U.S. Um, a flight from São Paulo to Houston takes I don't know twelve hours or something like that. Uh, but uh, you know, it's a it's a culture. It's a everybody is so friendly in in Brazil, and they love gringos. 
which is true in Mexico, but probably not as much as, as it is in Brazil. Uh, and then the, the, the beaches, there's a huge beach culture in Brazil. It's like, oh yeah, I gotta go to the beach. Oh yeah, I gotta make sure that I'm in shape so that I can look good at the beach. Um, and then what else? Yeah, I mean, just uh, in general, there's just so much in, in Brazil and and then the people and, and the culture. Um, I, I just really enjoyed it. What my friend said about Brazil is that it's like taking the culture of like a small island and then just like zooming it to like the size of like half a continent. And that's kind of what it's like. Yeah. Because like everyone's like shirtless, flip flops, like drinking out of coconuts. But then it's like half of South America is like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, cool, man. Uh, any. Anything else you wanted to add to uh, today's podcast episode of Brazil and Mexico? Um, the only last thing I'll say is like, if you're thinking about going to either, in my humble experience in, in Latin America, like what I find to be like the best places is not, they don't tend to be like the largest cities. Like Wilson lived in like Guadalajara. Like you said, the second biggest city. Monterey is cool too. Like there's some smaller cities in Mexico that I think are cool. Um, even like Colombia, like Medellin is like overall recognized to be kind of like, in general, you know, like more people tend to like it than Bogota. I'll just say that so no one gets offended. And then like in Brazil, like Rio and Sao Paulo are cool, but I, for a living, I like, you know, the cities are like a little bit smaller, like Belo Horizonte, Salvador is really cool too. I think Porto Alegre is cool. Florianopolis, Recife. So um, yeah, so I think if you go to either one, you know, I would go to cities beyond just the big ones. And even like the third biggest, like fourth biggest cities that like no one's ever heard of that are still massive cities. They're definitely worth going to. Yeah, Com completely agreed. Uh, one of my favorite cities was Pipa in Rio Grande do Norte. Uh, that one, that town was super cool, and it was really safe too. Um, so I kind of agree more. And then like Goiás, uh, I really like Goiás. Uh, <laughs> I need to go there still. Yeah, I mean landlocked Goiás. Like whoever talks about that, like, people probably haven't heard of it. Um, or the majority of people probably haven't heard of it. So uh, just a lot out there. It's not just specific to Brazil and Mexico. Like it's, you know, there's there's a lot out there and I, I need to get my ass back into traveling soon. So <laughs> yeah. I'll see you on the road soon, Brian. Yeah, come on down. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Um, and to the listeners, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Uh, please subscribe if you enjoyed it. Uh, I'll share the links to Brian's profile and such below as well. Thank you very much, Brian. Talk All to right. you later. See you.